Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ben Speaks. I'm your mostly forgettable host, Chris Blakeman. And today I wanted to go into some detail about January 6th, and that was my original plan. I was going to talk about how many times the Capitol has either been bombed, raided, or there have been shots fired inside the halls of the Capitol. And then I was going to go into further detail about, in most modern history, how the persons found guilty for those crimes, well, they've been let off the hook by certain presidents and had their sentences commuted. And some of them, some of them become tenured professors at major institutions. That is stunning. And this has happened since 1812 when the British decided to ransack the place all the way into modern history, into the 70s. But I'm not going to talk about that. I've lost interest. I've lost interest in deaf ears. I've lost interest in blind comparisons. I've lost interest in trying to exclaim certain things like there were almost 600 riots that occurred during 2020. And the punishments being doled out for those crimes don't nearly compare to the way that the the one Republican riot, if you want to call it that, um, the the justice seems to be very two tiered, so it gets agon- agonizing after a while when you when you just keep pouring over historical references and you and you you read through articles about how uh, some of these people. 700, I believe, or so. Uh, Some of them are being held in solitary confinement, gulag conditions where they're putting putting them in pods of 40, Um, not giving these people um, toiletries to shave or, um, you know, so when they they show up for court, they just look raggedy as hell. You know, I kind of want to, talk about something that I think uh, I think could could be something that everybody could maybe understand and appreciate so I'm a father of two boys and I uh, think I've done an okay job of raising them as best it could be expected anyways and I've always joked around with my other friends you know, I'm so glad that I don't have girls. And and for the longest time, that literally meant because girls will bring home boys eventually. And the fathers will have to deal with the boys that the girls rope in. And I, to a certain extent, that's very much the case. But anymore, it doesn't take a, a feminist to understand and appreciate the fact that If we keep this pace, women will be supplanted in society. If we keep this pace up, where the party that's trying to sell you, the political party that's trying to sell you on this insurrection is the same political party that wants to tell you to follow the science about COVID is the same political party that 
throws science out the door when it comes down to men and women. Now, 2022 just started. And if you read the news around the United States, you're going to find that uh, I believe just this weekend, a a Golden Globe Award was given to uh, an actress who put under a microscope. It's not an actress, it's an actor. And she beat some top names like Jennifer Aniston. That's, that's a pretty top tier, you know, female actress, real female, you know, ovaries, womb, stuff like that. And then you've heard maybe about this swimmer up in Pennsylvania, uh, Penn State, uh, just shattering records. Um, Leah Riley, I think is her name, his name. And and we're we're supposed to embrace the idea that that what are we supposed to embrace the idea that Title IX sports is dead? Because I believe women fought for a long time to achieve Title IX to be separate but equal, and in this particular situation, it's a perfect it's a perfect scenario for the sexes is is to compete amongst those that are most like you. Not, not if you can't compete against those most like you just switch how you identify so that you can better dominate a sport that you weren't dominating in the first place. So this swimmer, Leah Riley, she's been, I mean, crushing in her events. One of her events, I think it was the 500 meter freestyle, her closest competition came in 38 seconds after she completed her laps. Now, in, in swimming, you might have a difference between eight-tenths of a second, but not 38 seconds. That's The race almost doesn't last 38 seconds. It's astounding how this is becoming more and more normal, brought to you by the party of Follow the Science these are the same save the weather people that believe that climate change is really only caused by human interference. Except science shows that the climate has been changing since, you know, we basically had a stratosphere. Uh, so I do feel bad for parents who have daughters because now... Raising your parent, raising your daughter, uh, maybe she's a gifted athlete and, and maybe she could attempt to go to school on her scholarship and she's got to look over her shoulder for uh, a dangling catching up and, and taking that scholarship away uh, because they identify as um, what they're not. Now that's, that's, there's some psychosis there and it's being sold as tolerance and inclusiveness. It's, it's the same type of, it's the same type of science that goes into cops are only killing black men. That's very easy to show that that is not the truth. In fact, more white men get shot 
per year by the cops than black men. So we're being sold this psychosis or something. I'm I might come to a some sort of surprise to you, but I'm, I'm not a doctor. But I don't think it takes a doctor to be commonsensical about these things. Now, recently, this Leah Riley, she competed over the weekend and got her ass blown apart by another transsexual. Except for this one is a woman transmutating into a man. Now, when these people, can you say people? When these people, when they're trying to change the course of their chromosomes and genetics and, and, and they're injecting either estrogen or, or testosterone into their body to either remove the semblances of masculinity or enhance them. So if these people are juicing with a hormone, we used to have a word for that back in the day. It was called cheating. So as comical as I find it that a transgender woman, which means a man that dresses like a woman gets beat by a transgender man, which is a woman cross-dressing as a man. That is humorous as hell. But we know from physiology and, and just basic elementary science that a man is built stronger and hardier more dense, densely muscled than a woman. And that the only way in most cases that a woman is going to outperform a man is if she is enhanced in some ways. So neither one of these situations is right. You've got, you've got one person who was born with all the physical enhancements he would ever need to dominate women but likely cannot hold his own against other men and then you've got a woman over here that is attempting to become a man who clearly in the is taking a supplement a steroid uh hormones to become a man so they're both cheating. How they could possibly wake up every morning and feel good about themselves is, is specifically beyond me. Now, there might be other people out there that have a little rust on the hinges and just aren't doing that well in life. But nobody's really told them or they're just willing to you know go along to get along that might believe that this is an okay thing, but it's not. And I think most people that would listen to this would agree with me that you can only cheat at a board game so many times to win 
and feel good about it. If you have an ounce of moral fiber, you don't feel good about it. But if you're so hell-bent on winning, you could for a while, but eventually it creeps in that you're not really winning, you're cheating. And what kind of example is this to set? We're having a hard enough time with the younger generation just um, doing things, anything that doesn't have anything to do with their cell phone spontaneously that there's there's not this overwhelm like for instance how many times as a kid were you told to clean your room and you only did it because you were told to do it but you didn't just do it spontaneously you didn't take the initiative to do it initiative is something that comes with a certain level of confidence and and aptitude the, the working with the younger generation there is a a general malaise there where somebody else is always taking care of the problem so somebody else will always be there to take care of the problem i could make some i could make some examples of some people i know but that i don't want to go down that road But taking the initiative upon yourself to do something, that's not what you see too often with the youth anyway, of any generation. But it's becoming less and less and less apparent as the further we get away from Gen X. We are the greatest generation because we're going to be the ones to wind up saving this planet. And I don't mean the weather. I mean from leftists. Um, cheating can't be honored. And, and, and you should never ever bow to the idea that you might be called ridiculous names in the name of inclusion. If you call a dude out on being a dude that dresses like a girl. You don't have to be cruel or rude about it, but you also don't have to buy their shtick. It's shtick. They're never going to be a dude. Uh, or, I mean, I'm sorry. They're never going to be a woman. Uh, a deuterus and broveries don't cut it. A womb cuts it. Breeder hips, real ones, cuts it. Okay. Some, some women have medical issues to where they can't give birth. That doesn't take away from you being a woman. Um, but this charade that we're playing, it, 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 it degrades women. It denigrates women. It's applauding men for being women. If we keep this pace where we allow media outlets to continue to heap praise on top of these trans women that aren't women. They, should, they shouldn't be put into the categories as women because what happens is, is you have Bruce Jenner becoming woman of the year 
almost 360 days into being, quote, woman. That means in a competition, he beat all you women out in less than a year. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. Nobody ever asked me to vote for that. But Time Magazine did. There are plenty of women on my list that would should win an award. But uh, we allow these media outlets to normalize this. And it's it's all brought to you by the party who is a constantly spinning yarns, constantly giving you false information, demonizing you for not going along with it. I don't believe half of them believe in it. They just know it's politically expedient. They know it sells. And that's what makes them reprobates. That's what makes them dangerous people. That's why, although I'll oftentimes not wish death on anyone, I will say things like the day that uh, Nancy Pelosi finally strokes out and ends her miserable existence. That'll be a righteous day for America. Because people like her know they grew up in a time when reason and logic actually made some sense. Scrambling it all up with a shell game to sell it to the lowest common denominator and confusing young children. That's abuse. Confusing the youth of this nation to be not just tolerable of people's differences, that's not bad, but changing the lexicon to the point where an acceptance of a mental illness is routine. There's nothing, there's nothing moral about that. There's nothing sustainable about that. This is how societies degrade and rot. And if, if we, if we ever did research the fall of Rome, you will recognize within the, all the different philosophies as far as what others think res, uh, brought the fall of Rome to be. It wasn't just one thing. It was a myriad of things. And what are we seeing now in this country? And it's being hyper-sensationalized. So it's like they're pushing the fast-forward button on the demise of Western thought, of Western values, of right and wrong, scouring away anything that resembles good and decent. For what? It's usually something to do with money. And it's gross. And it takes a society to say, no, thank you. So I know I've probably told you things that you already feel. 
But sometimes these things bear repeating. And when you have to read a story about how a man was finally beaten by a woman in a woman's sport, but then you find out the woman that beat him is transitioning to a man, you have to really, that's like the snake eating its own tail. And this is just going to spiral and spiral and spiral. And, and, and I don't have the imagination to think what is next. Uh, for crying out loud, if you try to open up a Facebook page in Great Britain, you're going to have like 86 choices for gender. Who needs that kind of pressure? It's disgusting. At any rate, I think I've taken up enough of your time for tonight. I, uh, I want to try to do these more often. So maybe I'll try to keep them confined to 20, 25 minutes. And um, you know, see what the next one brings. So thanks for uh, taking time out to listen. And uh, God bless you. God bless America. Thank you for listening to another episode of Ben Speaks.